From the Heart podcast is presented by Orange Kiwi Consulting. The three most challenging transitions owners face, namely scale, sale and succession, can often result in costly and confusing journeys. But the good news is it doesn't need to be that way. At Orange Kiwi, we help our clients succeed where others have failed by coming alongside them to help them navigate the challenges others simply aren't able to. We understand how to help you avoid that costly and confusing journey that comes with realizing the results that you really want. Visit our website today at orangekiwillc.com and use the code HLG2021 to book a complimentary 30-minute consultation and find out for yourself how we can help you gain greater clarity, confidence, and control while experiencing less stress and more satisfaction. I want to spend a little bit of time with you today talking about the first year and a half or so of this podcast, I'm not going to go into the detail about the podcast and what it's done and who we've had as guests necessarily, but just overall the process. And the word that comes to me, comes to mind for me as I think about this here late on a Friday night, June 25th, 2021, is the word belief. And I think that as I think about the successes that I've seen, and not just in my life, but in the life of the people around me, really, they talk a lot about how you have to create something. I'll use the word spiritually, because that's a big word for me. You have to create it in your spirit, in your mind before it becomes something in reality. And I think that just goes back to the word belief. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in the process? Do you believe that the idea that you have is a good one? that it's something that could work, that it's a product people need, a service people need, or in the case of the podcast, something people will listen to and watch on the YouTube version. Tonight's episode, I'm only doing on audio. It's just me talking to you, hopefully. But the thing that really has hit me is the power of belief. So much has happened in, in my life. My wife and I, for those of you who know us, uh, we have been married now nearly 28 years. We've been renting for nearly 28 years in about, uh, I don't know, seven or so different homes. And uh, we've been very, very fortunate and blessed to live in great neighborhoods, great situations where when we had kids growing up, our kids had friends and we made friends and we've just, it, it's all been pretty darn good. There's been some down, but uh, it's been pretty good overall. But we never gave up on that belief that someday we might own a home. And that's not what the purpose of tonight's podcast is either, to talk about us and that process. But something that has happened in the last year, I guess I would say, and it's ironic that it all happened during COVID, is this belief that we had. I think Lorianne always believed in me and believed in us and that we could eventually become homeowners. Might have taken me a little bit longer than it took her, but... Um, as we started looking at ways that we could pay off some debts and get our credit score up and started looking around at where we'd like to live, that belief in ourselves and the process and the dream and the vision is really what made this happen. Um, some of you do know that we've recently purchased a home. In fact, just a week ago today, we got the keys to said home. Um, very quickly, the details, it's a 55 plus active living community in Ontario, California, only about two miles from where we live now, where we've lived for the last seven years, still in Southern California, uh, Rivers or San Bernardino County, which borders Orange County, which is where we grew up. But um, 
we're very excited about it. Single story house, 2,200 square feet, great neighborhood. Lots we'll talk about in the months and years to come. But going back to that word belief, it's just so important that we figure out what it is that we're looking for, what it is we're hoping to accomplish in our lives, and then really look deep inside. Do we believe that this is something that can happen and should happen and would benefit other people? that it would be a blessing to those around us. We very much believe that owning a home, this particular home, this area will be a great blessing, not only to us and our family, but to others as well. We've already been meeting many of the neighbors in our community, um, just a fantastic community, great people. But back to belief. I think if, as you look at the things in your life that maybe you want, I don't know if you're 18 years old or 88 years old or somewhere in between, demographics of the podcast tell me that about 60% of you who are listening are between 30 and 45 years old. You're in a generation right now where you're kind of turning a corner and really locking in in your career. Many of you are leading companies, you're in leadership in a company, you're in a leadership role in your family, you have kids, you have a great education. Again, going strictly by the high percentage of the demographics of the listeners of the From the Heart podcast. So you understand that word belief, whether it's a spiritual belief or just simply a belief in your own talents, your own abilities, uh, the company you work for, whatever. That, that word believe is just so important to me. Um, Christians will often say, are you a believer? Do you believe the story of Jesus Christ? And that's what that word believer is talking about. Baseball teams, sports teams will rally their teams along by saying, I believe, we believe, we believe we have faith. We, we put that energy out there that we believe our team can do well. Um, someone tells a story, you believe it or you don't. And that belief is oftentimes based on trust from past history of working with that person, of knowing that person, of being in relationship with that person. So the focus that I just want to share with you really quickly is as we launched the podcast back uh, the first episode we recorded was actually in October of 2019. That was when we went down to San Diego and interviewed Dr. Ken Blanchard. Uh, we interviewed Denise Brown, the sister of Nicole Brown Simpson. Uh, we interviewed Gary Ridge, the CEO and chairman of WD40, Greg Grunberg, actor, philanthropist, musician, um, Edgar Sotelo, nationally ranked DJ, Charles Antis, Wing Lamb, the names could go on and on and on. And, and I, I will maybe go into some detail on some of those later on. But uh, the belief that not only these individuals have great stories, but that they also have experience and wisdom to share. And what I hoped going into recording the From the Heart podcast, we've now done 67 episodes as of tonight. This is episode 68. What I believed going in was is not that I had anything to share necessarily, but that I have the ability to interview people and draw them out and get them to share stories and wisdom and insights from their heart. That's why the podcast is indeed called From the Heart, not just because of my last name, like I say in just about every episode, but the From the Heart podcast is really getting to the, the heart of those that are listening. Think about the last time you bought a gift for a friend or family member. The better you know them, the easier it was to get them something memorable, right? Well, it's the same for brands that want to deliver memorable customer experiences. 
The better they know their customers, the more likely they are to establish strong relationships, exceed expectations, and build loyalty. At McKenzie, that's what we do. We empower brands to understand and connect with the person behind the purchase, so their customer experiences are meaningful, unique, and truly valuable. Learn more at McKenzieCorp.com. Hello, my name is John Royce Lynch, founder and CEO of PCMA Private Client. As a former professional surfer and native of Southern California, I have always enjoyed Wahoo's fish tacos. When the pandemic hit, the response by Wahoo's was unparalleled, creating the California Love Drop by supporting frontline workers and those in need. On behalf of the PCMA private client community and our amazing team, it is an honor to be able to support this noble effort. To lend a hand and to learn more, please visit californialovedrop.org. I interviewed Dr. Mark Golston several weeks ago. Uh, many of you listened, I've received some feedback on that interview. He and I had a very deep conversation about a lot of things, some very difficult, tough topics to talk about, suicide, uh, dementia, autism, other types of mental illness and mental health issues. He has spent a majority of his career in dealing with individuals and families going through those types of, of uh, crises. As he and I were talking, we got to talking about uh, my podcast and, and um, he mentioned the idea of the word decades and that's what I'm leading up to now. I'm a big believer, there's that word belief again. I'm a big believer that we look at our lives in decades and I don't mean the 1960s, the 1970s, the 1980s necessarily. Sure, we look at those decades and we can all think about what we may have learned in those decades. I was born in 1964 not a lot of memories of the 60s, but vivid memories from the 70s on. But I'm talking more about the decades of our own lives, age 10, age 20, age 30. Our beliefs will obviously shift in each decade that we are here on earth because of our experiences and our age and, and where we are. But also what's important to us will certainly shift. The focus of the podcast decades that I'm in the process of creating, and we'll, I've already recorded a couple of interviews and have not set a date yet to release those. The purpose is really for us to think about what's important to us as we age, as we go through the different decades of our own lives. For example, a 10-year-old. Most 10-year-olds, and I'll just, I'm just going to talk about my life now because I can only speak from my experience and I might sprinkle in a little bit from others. When I was 10, the most important thing to me was, can my friends come out and play? When I knock on Mike's door or Stevie's door or David Robert Moon's door or whoever else is my friend at the time, can they come out and play? Can we play hide and seek in the neighborhood? Can we go to the park and play ball? I'm also focused on my little league team. Are we winning? Are we having fun? Are we having pool parties after? Do I get a snow cone after the game? All these things that I'm thinking about when I'm 10 years old. Now, I'm generalizing, obviously, as I go forward, but just bear with me for a moment here. When I was 20, I'm really focused at that point. In my case, at age 20, I was, I was serving a, a mission for the church I belonged to at the time, the Mormon church. I was down in Ecuador uh, for about 18 months. So my core focus at age 20 after the mission was college and finding a girl to date and eventually marry, getting the early stages of my career really sorting out who my friends were, the ones that are coming with me from my teenage years and the new ones that I'm making. I hit age 30 and I'm married at that point. I now have four kids. 
my focus at age 30 and in those early years in the thirties was really about the kids and about the early stages of my career and making a name for myself where I was working, trying to support the family, trying to put money away, uh, really trying to prepare for, you know, what was going to be, um, the main focus of my life moving forward. I hit 40 and now I'm kind of in my stride. Now I'm thinking about really success and happiness, not just raising the kids and are we successful? Do we love where we live? All of those things. But for me at age 40, that was sort of where I wouldn't call it the midlife crisis, but that certainly is the point where I'm thinking, okay, am I doing with my life at age 40 what I thought I would be? And certainly looked around at my friends and family members and others and what were they doing at age 40. And it's hard not to compare ourselves to others, but comparing myself to others to a certain extent, not in a, in a coveting or lusting after what they have mentality, but more just benchmarking myself against others around my age. Uh, so age 40 really was just, um, again, am I, do I feel like I'm arriving? Am I happy? Am I successful? Age 50, and this is where I'm gonna have to start to sort of end my story, I'm 57. But at age 50, for me, it was more, okay, we've raised the kids, most of them are, you know, into their lives, families, kids of their own. In the last nine years, we've gone from zero to seven grandsons. So you can see where from late, late 40s until now, the evolution of what's important to me is less about making it in at some future date in my career or other things like that. At that point at age 50, I was in a great job, raised the kids. Lorianne and I are spending more time with the grandsons and really looking at, okay, what's the remaining, or if you look at it this way, the next half or second half of our life going to look like. From what I'm told and what I've observed, those that are hitting 60 or in their 60s, it's really more about, okay, I'm retiring soon. Do I have enough money for retirement? What are we going to do? For those of you who run family businesses, you're really starting to think about, have we put enough away that we can live off of this and have our kids who are now going to be running the company receive the education and experience that they need to run the company? So there's a lot of those thoughts going on. Age 70, uh, if you're lucky enough at that point to, to still be alive and kicking here on this great planet, your focus is definitely on your retirement and have I put enough away for my grandkids and am I healthy? And these are all things you think about your whole life, but really the core important things of these decades. At your, at your 70s, you're really just, uh, you know, many couples are hitting their stride in the 40 plus years of marriage. They've raised their children, they're having grandkids, traveling, but you know, health is obviously very, very critical. You hit 80 and it's, you know, kind of a lot like 70, but at this, at that time, it's, I don't want to be a burden to my kids and grandkids. So you, the, the point of this is to emphasize this podcast that I'm launching called Decades. The idea is that someone who is eight years old has insight and wisdom and ideas that they can share with someone that's 80 years old. And obviously an 80 year old can share with an eight year old or 18 year old or 28 year old or what have you. What we're going to do at Decades, the podcast, is really focus in on each week a new individual in a new decade. Talk to them about what's important to them. What are they thinking about? What does success mean to that 18-year-old versus success to the 78-year-old? What is happiness? 
What is joy? What's important to these people? I really want to get to the heart of, pun intended somewhat, of what's important to individuals as we age. We all age differently. Some age very gracefully, some not so much. Some aren't blessed with the opportunity to age. Uh, we've lost a lot of family and friends way too young. Um, and it's hard no matter what, no matter how long the process is of their aging or their passing. From a brother-in-law who passed literally suddenly within hours uh, of, of no indication whatsoever, minutes really, to a brother-in-law who had cancer and, and lasted you know, 12 or 13 or 14 months from diagnosis to passing, to my mom and my, my wife's dad, who both passed uh, in their mid to late 80s. Uh, neither was easy at all. Even with warning and time, it's not easy. But the point being that we all age differently. We all have different different levels of, of success in our own mind, different things that are important. Some people travel and seeing the world and experiencing and, and adventure. And these are things that are all great and they're more important to some than others. Others, it's I just wanna be home with my family. I'll tell you a quick story. I'm in my twenties, 30 years ago or so, I'm working for Allergan Pharmaceuticals in Irvine, California. My Really my first job, uh, real full-time job after college. I interned there and then worked there for a few years, primarily in human resources. Worked with a gentleman by the name of Mike Reyes. Some of you may know Mike. Uh, it's been 30 years since I've seen Mike. Um, he'd be in his 80s now if he's still, still with us. Mike was one of these guys who pretty much knew everything. Mike was a go-to guy. The senior leaders at Allergan and our department and outside of HR around the company would lean on Mike for answers on things having to do with compensation benefits, HR issues, and so forth. Mike was probably in his early 50s, a little bit younger than I am now. And I was always impressed with how, number one, humble he was and how um, compassionate he was for everyone. People would ask the same questions over and over and he'd answer it like it was the first time he'd heard the question. One day I was in the break room with Mike and I just asked him, you know, we'd been getting pretty close working together for a while. So I felt comfortable asking him, Mike, you know, you're, you're, I'm guessing mid fifties, you're a manager here in HR at Allergan, you're doing great things, but I'm impressed with the fact that senior people in the organization all the way up the chain seem to come to you with questions. And uh, can I ask a question? Why, why are you not a senior VP or a vice president or you know, in the corner suite or in the ivory tower across the parking lot, so to speak? And his answer, and I'll paraphrase because it was 30 years ago, so I don't remember the conversation word for word, but I remember how I felt. Uh, they don't remember what you say, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Mother Teresa, I believe, said that. Um, or Maya Angelou. It's been given to a lot of people. But uh, Mike said, you know what, Ed, the, the core for me is my family. And I don't miss recitals from my kids. I don't miss Little League games. I don't miss PTA meetings. I don't miss parent-teacher conferences because my schedule allows me to take the time off and to get away and get to those things and then come back to work. And when I'm at work, I'm at work. And when I'm not at work, I'm not at work. And that really taught me a lot that Mike's, Mike's principles and Mike's values were family first. And that stuck with me. And uh, it's always been my value as well. But with Mike, it, it was not just something he talked about. It was something he obviously lived deeply. 
And uh, my, maybe he could have been a senior executive with the company or somewhere else or started his own business and been highly successful. I have no doubt that that would have been the case. But what I was impressed with was the fact that Mike, what was important to him in his 50s, I get was probably important to him in his 20s and 30s and 40s and, and beyond. And that was being a good dad. He had seven or eight kids, being a good husband. Um, I'm sure he became a great, excellent, fantastic grandfather. He was a diligent, wonderful employee. I never saw his performance reviews, but I'd be really surprised if they weren't absolutely stellar every time. And he identified what his core value was, and that was family. And so the challenge and the focus of the Decades podcast is to really inspire our listeners to think about what's most important to you now. Think about your age, you're 35, you're 55, you're 27, you're 64, whatever your age is, what's most important to you right now? Has that been the thing that's been most important to you prior to now, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, et cetera? My hunch is that the core value there will be very unchanged. Um, if we love relationships, we always do. If we uh, our core value is discipline. We probably always are. If our core value is, is uh, you know, to serve, then that's always going to be there. But really identify how have you evolved as a human being? How have you evolved and changed as a person? And really become the person that you hope to become when you were 10 and thought about success. Are those things that were important to you at age 10? I'll tell you right now, for me, can my friends come out and play? As I said, was important to me as a 10 year old, as a 57 year old, it still is. I still give my buddies a call or a text and not the, can you come out and play, but can you meet me for lunch? Which is the 57 year old version of a 10 year old saying, can you come out and play? It's like, Hey, Hector, can you meet me for lunch? Kind of the same thing. As I think about it, that's kind of funny. But um, the things that were important to me at age 10 are still important to me now, but there's a lot of things now that are important to me that weren't in not, not even on my radar at age 10 or 20 or 30 for that matter. So what I hope is that as you listen to future episodes of Decades, if you're interested in being a, a guest on the show, I would, I'd love to talk with you. Reach out to me, uh, eheart at heartleadership.com. Uh, go to the website, heartleadership.com. Uh, there's contact information on there. Let me know if you or someone you know would be a great guest on Decades. Or if you'd like to be a guest on our, our existing show from the Heart Podcast presented by Orange Kiwi Consulting, love to interview family business leaders, people with great stories, find out why you do what you do. That's more of the From the Heart Podcast. Why is it that you do what you do? What's in your heart is the question I ask at the end of every podcast if you've listened before. The decades is to really focus in on what's important to you now. How have you changed? What have your experiences in your life to this point taught you that you hope to take with you moving forward? Some of that is the question I also ask in the, in the last 40 or so episodes of From the Heart because of COVID. What have you learned in this last 18 months or so or 16 months of this pandemic that you hope to take with you? A lot of those questions will be similar. There will be some overlap, similar guests. Um, but I, that's, I just wanted to share with you tonight or today or whenever you listen to this podcast, thank you for taking the time these last 15 or 20 minutes to listen to the ramblings of, a, of an old man here who's in a big transition. <coughs> I thank you for your time and your listening and um, your support. 
And I just hope that as you hear these words tonight, that it gets you thinking about what's most important to you right now. Write it down. Dave Logan, who wrote Tribal Leadership, among other books, it's a book I have sitting here on my desk, and I've, I've known Dave for a number of years. We were colleagues together at USC, uh, you know, 10, 12, 13 years ago. When he talks about our core value, and I'll close with this, he says, you know, there's assessments and ways that we can pin down, you know, look at 100 words and circle the 10 that are most important, and of those 10, circle the five, and of those five, circle the three, and it gets down to the one. And it is actually part of the process that Dave takes you through. But he also asked just a simple question. What is it that you cannot not do? No matter what, this is something that's going to be a part of you. This is going to be something that is just in your nature. It's in your DNA. It's something that you just cannot not do. For some people, it's I can't not serve. I have to be serving all the time. Others, I have to be developing people. My role is just simply to develop. I, I love to see potential in people and help them realize their potential. Others, it's I have to be inspiring people. I have to be telling stories. I have to be in front of an audience, whatever it is. For me, the one thing that I cannot not do is constantly work on developing relationships. Not only my own relationships, but the relationships of others as well. Relationships is really at the core of what I do. Um, so think about what it is. What, what is it that you cannot not do? And has that changed? The 10-year-old you, the 50-year-old you, or whatever age you are. So I hope that as you listen, you'll be inspired to really look inside yourself at what's important to you. How are you showing up in the lives of others? Those that are the most important people in your life. And that you'll be inspired to uh, hopefully feel really good about yourself, feel good that you are accomplishing and doing and being the person that you hope to be. I could continue on. I'll stop. I, I want to, again, thank my title sponsor from the, of the From the Heart podcast, Allie and Andrew Taylor of Orange Kiwi Consulting. If you're looking for leadership development in your family business or any business for that matter, uh, orangekiwillc.com or reach out to me and I'll put you in touch. Um, always looking for great partners, sponsors, um, advertisers, guests, supporters, subscribers. If you like the From the Heart podcast or are interested in the Decades podcast when it becomes available here soon, I ask that you subscribe to our audio channels uh, and our YouTube channel. The audio is all, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, et cetera, et cetera. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, I ask that you subscribe. And if you have ideas for guests or topics, please reach out. So I want to leave you with this. Just... Uh, as you think about what's most important in your life, I just ask that you, or, or challenge you and challenge myself to really look at, am I doing the things that I should be doing that are consistent with my core beliefs and my core values and really what's most important to me. So with that, thank you for listening to episode 68 of the From the Heart podcast presented by Orange Kiwi Consulting for the late night Friday night ramblings of a man who has deep beliefs, not only about God, but about family, about success, about business, uh, people, 
And ultimately, like I said, everything in my life is based on the relationships that I have in all those areas and then some. And I've been very blessed to be in relationship with many of you who listen and tremendous family and friends. So thank you. Thank you for the support. And I wish you all tremendous success in whatever you're doing. As soon as you click the end of this podcast, you're turning in your attention to something new in a moment. And I just wish you tremendous success and focus and power and belief. Believe in yourself. Believe that you can do it. Believe whatever it is you're thinking about, that fence you're sitting on right now. Believe in yourself and believe in your ability and your power. And just go do it and have a wonderful, blessed day. Thank you.